I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. Actually, there's a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, we're going no, to no. take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two steps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show! Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and you're listening to the live cast of The Dinner Party Show for March 16th, 2014, my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tonight, we are not going to talk about how old I am by ma- by way of making reference to the Pleistocene, Jurassic, Cretaceous, what? or any other ancient eras in planetary history. All right, well, we will also not be asking me to calculate the age difference between me and the last guy I ever dated, or the guy I'm currently flirting with online. And we will not be asking if I can remember events like the Civil War or the American Revolution or what it was like before electricity or telephones. Uh Uh-huh, and we will also not be greeting my consumption of any birthday cake, donuts, or ice cream with comments like TikTok, babe, (laughs) or age is the great democracy. Ha! And we will not ask me if I know who the president is. Well, do you know who the vice president is? Shut up, bitch, that's who. As for everything else, comments, bitchy asides, Facts about limbs falling off from too much use. Hey. They're all on the table as we celebrate my birthday and Eric's birthday with you, our party people, on tonight's special TDPS special, The Dinner Party Show. The Dinner Birthday Party Show. Oh, whatever. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Hi, this is Amy Bellino from Miami Beach, Florida. I just wanted to call and say happy birthday to the two most handsome and talented authors in the whole world, Christopher and Eric. I love you guys. I also wanted to give a special thank you shout out to Shea Butters for doing such a great job of moderating the typical hysteria of the party people on any given Sunday night. Thank you, Shay. We love you. Bye-bye now.
This is Art from Atlanta, and I'm calling on behalf of Coca-Cola and all of the residents of Atlanta, except, of course, Justin Bieber, to wish Christopher Travis Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn the very happiest of 21st birthdays. I hope you all have a great day, and I look forward to seeing your show on the radio. Hello, Chris and Eric. I'd like to wish you a happy birthday from Regis Harden, another March baby. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Henry O. from Miami calling to wish Christopher and Eric a very happy birthday. Thanks a lot, guys, for all the laughs and for the great shows, and you guys have a great day. Later. Hello, boys. This is Mike from Chicago wishing you both happy birthday and uh, saying thank you for the wonderful show you guys put on every week. Uh, keep the laughs coming, guys. Otherwise, we're going to have to deploy the flying monkeys into East L.A. Talk to you later. Tim, there are those times that I had nothing to drink. Anyway, this is Frank from Winnipeg, one of your regular party people, wishing a very happy birthday to Christopher and Eric. And I'm sorry I can't be there with you guys to celebrate. Take care, and I will hope see you guys on Sunday. Well, listen to you guys anyway on Sunday. So have a good day, guys. Bye. Well, those were some sexy sounding parts. Those were excellent. The best looking announcers on the radio. I'm telling you, Amy Bellino, which is what I like to call her. I know it's Bellino. She sounds like a radio announcer herself. I think Amy should have her own Michael radio did show. Too. I too. Those were all wonderful and charming. And I just have to say, clearly, I should have made chicken noises in conjunction with asking people to call the call-in line before now. Because we really got a great response to our request for... Call-ins so about birthday once drinks. again, insulting your loyal followers <laughs> is a great way of getting attention in the new digital age that we all find ourselves Who's, in. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, I, I want to talk for a minute about what it would mean to send flying monkeys into East L.A. to get us, which is what Mike Martinez said. I don't. We don't actually live in East L.A., but I, maybe flying monkeys are fans of East L.A., and so that's where that's where they agree to come if they He's have to go He's just trying to, to crack us up again? I yeah. don't know. It Mike was, is very funny. Yeah, but the flying monkeys, yeah, that would... I, I hope so. Those things scare the crap out of me if they're... Well, it's time to talk about your birthday surprise. His name is Bonfire because he <laughs> likes lighting fires, and he is just the cutest little Reese's monkey you ever did see, yeah, and he I, is waiting for you in the lobby. We left him alone I with your birthday cake. Fantasy. Like I Like, I would in any way feel any obligation to take home a monkey if you were to get me I, I'm sorry. I, I seem to recall that you were somebody who actually rented an apartment for two feral cats that he could not bring himself to get rid of. That's correct, but I didn't live with them. <laughs> <laughs> you put them down the hall in their own... Own apartment. Actually, they were in a different apartment building, and I visited a every afternoon. A different building? I didn't know they were in a different building. Oh, I yeah. thought they were in the same complex. Oh, no. No, I rented them a different a, an apartment in a different building, and I stopped by to visit <laughs> it's just in the, the most, evenings. Eric, I don't know how you got to this point in life. <laughs> I don't know, by being killed by a feral cat it, without being killed by a feral cat. It just wasn't possible. My favorite, Christopher was had, had a sort of Jimmy Kimmel fantasy. He was going to get somebody to loan him their cat and then wear a wire yes. and give me the cat as my birthday present to see what my reaction is. But it's a waste of, because I would just be like, I'm not taking that. 
Yeah. Like, I don't even accept cologne that isn't my scent. I give it back to people. Like, I, I'm I'm not a terrible person to get gifts for, but I'm not somebody who's going you to be You are the reason gift gifts. receipts were invented. <laughs> They're called Eric Shaw Quinns in the shopping and retail industry. As my mother says, oh, Eric, I'm so glad I don't work anywhere that you shop. I am glad, too. I am very glad, too. Well, I'm almost ready for your birthday to be over. It's gone on for a full, what, 12, 16 hours already? Yeah, well, I got used to it. This is the kickoff of birthday month. Yeah, you keep saying that. Yeah, I don't, it's not it going to be birthday true. month on the dinner party you show. You always act like it's We that, have other things to... Once again, you act like that's going to somehow have an effect on In my me. universe, every day is your birthday. Literally. It's like that Twilight Zone movie skit, you know, where they the woman pulls it's over at the house. It's a good thing that you put the cat in the cornfield. Every, yeah. every day, it's, yeah, every day is Kevin's birthday. That's sort of what it's like with Eric Shaw Quinn. And I'm okay with that. Okay. Billy Mummy was a very cute actor. <laughs> who, oh, that is who played the kid in, in the, the original. Yeah, yeah, a million years ago, he was Will Robinson, Danger Will Robinson on on the Lost in Space. I love you. Don't like that show. You just like that theme. I like the show a lot. Handsome, pretty Doctor Smith. I loved Doctor Smith and that robot. Yeah, that was my favorite show. Okay. Anyway, so the dinner party call-in show. Was a call in line was such yes. a great hit that next week we're really going for broke. It's we're calling it the uh, the dinner party line. The dinner party line, and here's it's actually a contest because we're big on contests because apparently all of you are really big on all contests. about contests, babe. We want to see if you can ask us a question that we will refuse to answer because we have no real personal boundaries. Obviously, that's None why that we I've do this ever show. located. Yeah, we're pretty fucking shameless. I, I dare say. I would say. So uh, we don't think you're actually going to be able to come up with a question that we won't answer. But you need to call our party line. This is a party line involved contest. And again, you leave your name, where you're calling from, and the question that you think. We won't be able to answer, or that you just like the answer to. You don't right. have to compete. But, exactly. But the question that we determine is the one we just can't stand to answer. We just can't do it. We will play it, but we just won't answer it, and then we'll send you an assortment of signed books from the Rice family and others. Yeah, that was what it said in the promo that I read <laughs> earlier. And It'll either Nearly- be Eric Shaw Quinn's book or Moan for Bigfoot by Virginia Way. I think I'm voting for Moan for Bigfoot. I, I think, think that's going to really get the Eric callers. Eric Shaw Quinn interprets Moan for Bigfoot. If you thought my reading of The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty was good, you really should hear my audiobook hear version of Moan for Bigfoot. Eric, read about three teenage girls going into the woods yeah. and having to have sex with Bigfoot because that is literally what that book is about, yeah, folks. Because that's what I want to read out loud. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, so we told them all about that. That is next week. That is our first ever, the, the what are we calling the it? The dinner party line. It has, it's had f- everything here has five different names because we fight the all week. The dinner party line. The dinner party line. No, I come up with a thing and then Christopher like... just forgets. Grandpa forgets what it is that yeah. we've discussed. Yeah, the, the memory, the, d- <laughs> the data drive over here, backup drive over here. The Dementalist. Yeah, the Dementalist, <laughs> Eric Shaw Quinn. So, um... It was great having mom on the show last week. She oh sort of just God. went on and on and on. She didn't really talk about it anything in particular. Amazing. It was amazing. We forgot blah, to blah, give blah, out. Blah, blah, blah. We oh. forgot to give out the prize for the Oscar. We forgot the Oscars. We were so blown away. Which by Which we're last doing week's next show. week. So we next week, in next addition week. to the dinner party line, we're also going to be finally getting around to awarding the Oscars. I think there were two ties. There were two ties, and we will me, be drawing. We'll one. be doing a drawing during the week and l- announcing the winner on next week's show. So sorry about that, but we think you were pretty excited about last week. 
week's show, too. Yeah, and we got some serious fucking media coverage out of that announcement. The Dinner Party Show was mentioned in the New York Times. Not just media coverage, but fucking media coverage. Serious fucking media coverage. We were on Fleshbot, Gay Porn Blog, (laughs) Gay Daily. No. Um, That'll be the day. Those people don't even know who we are. Are. Oh, they do, and they have a much bigger reach now than the New York <laughs> Times, because as Avenue Q taught us all, the internet, internet is, is for porn. porn. Yes, indeed. Uh, but no, we got, uh, my favorite, I think, was this blog, io9, which I believe is the tech division of the Gawker company, or whatever company owns Gawker, and they referred to us as Christopher Rice's internet thing. <laughs> It's wow, like Christopher Rice's internet slash variety thing. Wow. Because you know? when you're a super cool blogger, you just can't be bothered to fact check or actually look at what something says. Or maybe it was just a diss. Maybe they were like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe so. Well, you know, because like their internet thing. Christopher Rice's special project. <laughs> But, you know, it was the point of the announcement was to get the heat off of us <laughs> about really, Eric's that's really criminal. That's odd choice for a blogger. Are you kidding? That's how a lot of these bloggers write. They write, like, with this anonymous... Their picture is about the size of a thumbnail. And by these bloggers, I'm not saying anyone with a blog, because we have a lot of listeners who have personal blogs. I'm talking about the sort of gawker, defamer, sort of seen it all, everything is a burden and an inconvenience, and I'm cooler than everything tone that they all use with their thumbnail pictures. And they um, they all write as if, you know, they've been bothered by everything they have to cover you know and i sort of like sometimes you want to say but it's all about cross-linking with other sites if you don't put the name of our show then you can't link to our show and we're sure as hell not going to link to your show if you don't you know what i mean like it's it it seems antithetical particularly for a tech driven yeah blog about uh, the internet well to to Take a stand like that. That's really I odd. think they did link to us because they did include the video that we posted. Thank you, Jason Mark, our video expert, oh, for getting wow, that, that video. Oh, wow, that was so up. excellent. Yeah, yeah, so that video was was all over. It was and even it was on a, television in the in the desert. Didn't they use it, it for was. The, the CBS affiliate? And, yes, the Desert's Entertainment uh, Show. Not the Sahara it. Desert. It's a desert here adjacent to Los Angeles. The Gobi Desert Entertainment <laughs> News Network, which is really, they just love entertainment because there's so little to do in the Gobi. Right. Well, we have more birthday greetings, but these apparently are not. We're going to hear from more of our party people as the evening goes on, but we also have birthday greetings from our special But is this my surprise? This isn't the big this birthday surprise. This is not surprise. the big surprise. Oh, this there's a big birthday not. surprise that I've heard rumors about all week. I, I don't know if you're excited, but I can hardly wait. I don't know. Listen, I have your monkey out in the lobby. That was my surprise. I don't know what this surprise is about. I, I know about as much as you do. So, but let's see. Brett, maybe, if you could open the front door and let the monkey out before I, I come out. I don't animal cruelty on our asses or animal control or whatever. Don't talk about harming animals on the dinner party show. Just stick to moan for Bigfoot. I just said leave the door open. Just stick to moan for Bigfoot. I didn't say hurt anybody. Just moan for Bigfoot so we can hear from these goddamn special correspondents we pay a fortune to. Let's see. Maybe one of them will give. pay them? Go to the special correspondents. This is Brack Artery Live with breaking TDPS news. Four out of five party people surveyed wished Christopher and Erica a happy birthday, and the fifth guy was really an asshole about it. This has been a TDPS News Break. I'm Breck Artery, joining all those in the TDPS News Division in wishing Christopher and Eric all the best on their birthday and every day. This is Buzz Kilton. Bay Area Culture Reporter. It is with a heavy heart that I am here to observe this tragic day when Christopher and Eric were torn from the natural realm of Gaia and forced to wander the earth as phallic 
oddities. This is Underhead Horizon, bitter old hippie and freelance editorial consultant for TDPS News. When you get to be old as me, you really won't give a shit about birthdays. People my age are just happy that we woke up at all. So Chris and Eric, when you wake up each day, celebrate that you were alive and get it over with. I'm Brock and this is Bastion. I'm Bastion. And we'd like to wish Christopher and Eric a very happy birthday. We'd like to, we really would. But we're just too exhausted from our latest vacation. So maybe next year, kids. We'll wish you a happy birthday. Air quotes. Hi, Christopher and Eric. It's Puffy. And all the Christmas elves. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Hi, Twan, Queen of the Stars. Former TDPS astrologer here. I guess I should have seen the writing on the wall for my TDPS career, but I cannot miss the favorable star chart for Christopher and Eric in the upcoming year. Saturn and Jupiter will rain blessings into every aspect of your fishy little Piscean lives with big news, especially in the areas of career, romance, and creativity. Ordinarily, I'd hate to be the bearer of good news, especially to people who fired me, but I'm a Pisces too, so it looks like there is life after TDPS, just not for you two. I want you to watch out for the stars. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Happy birthday to your mothers. Happy birthday to your mothers. Happy birthday to your mothers. Happy born day to you. Happy birthday, Eric and Christopher. I hope you guys have a fantastic time. Um, Wishing you guys all the love and luck of the year. This is Buffy and family. Happy birthday. Hi, Eric and Christopher. This is Todd calling from the Philippines. Todd Barcelo, that is. Not that you have so many Todds calling from the Philippines. I just wanted to wish you guys a happy birthday um, and to thank you for everything that you do with the Dinner Party Show. Uh, It really means a lot to a lot of people, and you've created such a great atmosphere for people to gather and and just have fun, and it's really really amazing. the dinner party show coupled with uh, Anne's Facebook page is some of the best times I've had on the internet uh, in recent years. It's really, really enjoyable um, for me and for a lot of other people as well. So I want to thank you, uh, thank you for that. Uh, again, happy birthday. I hope it's, uh, each of you has uh, a wonderful day on your birthday. And Christopher, don't worry, 36 isn't so bad. Uh, I had 36 last year and I'm still here, still kicking. So um, it'll be all right for you, too. Just have some donuts or whatever. (laughs) Okay, guys. See you next week. Have fun. Thanks. Hey, guys. This is Shane Chase from Portland, Oregon. I just wanted to wish you both a happy birthday. And thank you very much for the the broadcast last night where we unveiled uh, Prince Lestat. Um, Definitely a loyal follower of Anne Rice and also a loyal follower of yours, Christopher. you probably do not remember me, but I met you at Powell's Books in Portland, Oregon a few years back. And uh, it was a 
it was a wonderful meeting, and uh, so I hope that both of you have a wonderful day and a wonderful birthday, and um, cheers. Hello, gentlemen, and happy birthday to you both. This is Kathy in Lubbock, Texas. Happy birthday, Master Eric and Master Christopher. Master Christopher, I hope you have a wonderful year that is filled with lots of hotties at the gym with Nutella in one hand and Krispy Kremes in the other. Master Eric, well, your years can't get much fabulouser. Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty fabulous. There's no getting around it. So did Kathy from Lubbock, Texas, did she cut herself off by mistake or did she launch into like a, a, a right wing or something? <laughs> And we, we no, cut it. No. no, I think that Kathy cut herself off. We would never have we would cut never Kathy have off. Cut we Kathy appreciate you calling. That was as much as we got, so that's all that we so played. So, Kathy, take part in the contest for next week, which is ask us a question on the party line and see if you can come up with a question we And try not answer. to hang up on yourself. And don't hang up on yourself, because we, we would like to hear from <laughs> we you. We appreciate hearing from you. And, Todd, we are really impressed that this the is the best, best time you've had on the internet. The best time you've had on the internet. We've There's had, a lot to do yeah, on the internet. We've had some pretty good times on the internet, so that's I don't hot. know if this show... That was one of them. That's mighty high praise. And and thanks for talking Christopher in off the ledge about being 36. Have Listen, a donut and you calm You know what? Down. I am not. I have posted this on Twitter at Chris Rice Ryder if you're not following me. Um, I am more than my <laughs> posts are, about Nutella and donuts. I am more than my food addictions. I am more than those things. No, but, there's also Pepto-Bismol. That's the last <laughs> post I saw. You, then you are way behind, Eric Chalkwin. I'm just not paying that much attention. You don't pay much attention. <laughs> Well, those were so sweet. And hotties at the gym with uh, Nutella and, and donuts. Again, creams. with the fucking Nutella and donuts. I wonder where they're picking this up from. Listen, it's important. Last year for your birthday at this time, we you got a Krispy Kreme clock and Krispy Kreme donuts. Listen. Linda, Linda, listen. Listen, Linda. Linda, Linda, listen. <laughs> Have you guys seen that video? That is one of my favorite things. That kid is... I would, I, I would be... I think a terrible parent. I think I would. All of my children would be serial killers with perfect manners because I love that kid. Like he'd have gotten a, he would totally have gotten a cupcake out of me because he was so convincing. Because he was so charming and hysterically. But funny. you also pointed out that other than listen, listen, Linda, I could not understand a blooming word he was saying. I don't fault him for that because he's three years old, right? And oh yeah, you, the mother was so offended that the she lo- videotaped the entire thing. The logic of his argument, exactly. Okay, so we have a programming. Note to make, which is very important from the world of Anne Rice. The pre-sales links for Prelestat are now live on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. They are live. They are live. They are live. Yay. Let's get the Anne Fair. So, you talked over Claudia. Oh now my she's coming for you. God. We uh mom was That's not okay. wearing That's okay. There's a light well in my building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for oh, it. It's a Claudia joke. I love it. Um <sighs> mom was not wearing a set of headphones last week, so I unfortunately played the fanfare over what was a very concise plot synopsis for the book that people have been waiting for her to write for years. Which is on YouTube because our genius in the booth took out the the and yeah. there as we're calling it. Yeah. Um so that we could actually hear Anne's answer. So if you would like to hear what Anne actually said when she was on our show last week, yes, absolutely. tune into our YouTube channel. And if you'd like to get in on the advanced sales for her book, uh check out the links that Shay, I believe, is going to be posting on the Dinner Party Show 
Facebook yes. fan page. And Amazon and Barnes and Noble are the ones I am aware of currently, but there are probably other ones out there. Check out iBooks and and uh, and, and feel shelf free life to post them on the page. We bookish. would love to know about other places that the book is available. Yeah, absolutely. So that is our that is our programming note. Um, birthday wish, Eric Shawquin. Do you have a birthday wish? No, if you tell people your birthday wish, it doesn't come true. Isn't that right? So that's why you asked me on the air to foil my birthday to wish. Sabotage your birthday wish. You are really a hateful friend. I really am. What a, a monster you are, friend. And you clearly have not opened the present that I gave you yet, because bonfire will charm the pants off of you. The fire started and greased his monkey. Yeah, um, yeah, that's really. Brett, have you got? Is that front door open, Brett? Um. <laughs> You know, I was talking with somebody out of here. talking about I always wish the same thing every year. I always say that my life is so great that I am two phone calls away from having the perfect life. And so every year I wish for the two phone calls. That's always my wish. <laughs> so that's really hideous. Um, thanks, Christopher. No, I think that's great. For your childish response. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't used those kids in forever, and since you killed the monkey I gave you, I thought I should bring the children It seemed only fair. No, I think that's wonderful. We had a moment on the phone where you sounded positively misty-eyed last night. I was the first person to call and wish you a happy birthday. I had just been with you. We had gone to the world premiere of Alec Mappa's new movie, Baby Daddy. God, I can't wait for you all to be able to see it. He's looking for a distributor, so if you're a distributor, Alec Mappa is looking for a distributor for his fabulous new movie. He filmed his... Stand-up show or his one-man show about uh, adopting his child Zion from it the in- foster system. It includes that amazing rendition of "Party in the USA" sung as Betty Davis that he performed here at the dinner party show. That's twice. available on our YouTube channel. Performed it twice here on the dinner so party. So great! Show. Yes, every time he comes, I make him do it because so, he's probably runs when he sees me coming. Yeah, no, run from a microphone, never. No, never. not going to happen. So. We went to see his movie, and then I dropped you off, and I called you right at midnight, and I wished you a happy birthday, and you said that you were incredibly happy because you were on the sofa, and you had candy, and you had a foot massager that apparently has a ridiculous set of instructions. (laughs) I have the most ridiculous. Christopher gave me the most amazing foot massager a while back. It was called the eye squeeze. I don't guess they make them anymore. There's no eye squeezes that I can find. But So I found this other one that was smaller and whatever, but it is the silliest. It's... um, what do they call it? Reflexology. Reflexology. And so the d- instruction manual is about to clear your bowels, you know, and whatever. <laughs> like setting two, at whatever. It, it's the most amazing. It's really, it's burgundy and it's smaller than the other one. So that's the, those are the advantages over my previous. You like burgundy? I like the burgundy. I'm very glad to hear that. Looks good in the living there's room. There's more burgundy in your future. Ron Burgundy is coming for Ron, dinner. Your mo- I've renamed your monkey Ron Burgundy and I have repackaged him for Died regifting. Him. Dyed him red. Because you know what they say, always re-gift a good monkey. <laughs> That's I'm embroidering that on something as Absolutely. soon as we get off the air tonight. So what did you get for your birthday, Christopher? What was your birthday wish? Well, I got what I wanted for my birthday, which is um, an iPad Air for my mother. That's pretty great. <laughs> I love it. It's sitting here on the desk right now. It is in... The gayest cover, it's in a fuchsia, I guess I would describe this color, fuchsia or magenta. Because the one with daisies on it was sold out. Now, in all fairness, I am the one that thought it would be a good idea to buy a Van Gogh's Starry Night slipcase for my large laptop computer, which looks like makes me look like, I guess, like a 15-year-old girl going with to a trapper art class. Keeper. Yeah, absolutely. So totally. that has not left the house. But I got an iPad Air, and we had a lovely dinner at Tower Bar. 
Marsha Clark joined us. My mother had never met Marsha Clark. Love she Marcia. was also been a guest on this show. I want to say three times she's been a guest on this show. At least twice and maybe three times. She came to advise me on she how to get out Dan. of jury duty because we are such a civic-minded show. That <laughs> That's nice, right? Uh, and that is translated as... my responsibilities as citizenship. Well, we actually, we had a uh, guest drop out and she filled in at the very last right. minute. She was staying around the corner with friends, I think. And she so was she partying just around the corner with friends. We dragged her out of a bar yeah. and pulled her down. Marsha, like just sound like you were a lawyer and gave her a bunch of wine. It was crazy. So anyway, yeah, I had a lovely birthday. I'm also very happy with, you know, where I am. I, I have a new book that is finished. I don't know exactly where and when it is going to come out, but that's in progress. And very excited. It is another horror novel called The Vines. and um, Very excited. I misused another again. It is another horror novel, and it is called The Vines. I made it sound like I've written three horror novels called The Vines. This has been your moment of grammar with Christopher Rice. Uh, so I've had a great birthday, and I'm very excited, and um, I have to finish my fucking taxes. That's what I really have to so do. So you wish that your taxes were already finished? I wish finished? that my taxes were done. Well, that's really, you know, I think that if you have a mighty great life if that's if that's what you need to wish for. It's like wishing for the two phone calls. My life is already, yeah. but it would be nice for it to be perfect. Yeah. So there's that. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Well, just in case your life was getting too good, we is have- Is this a surprise? Is this no. my big surprise? Not unless a birthday greeting from Jordan Ampersand is your idea of a surprise. Well, maybe he will. I keep saying this, but it's true. Maybe he will give some hint as to what the surprise is. So why don't we just listen? And he's stupid enough that he might yeah, give the no, surprise yeah, away. Jordan yeah, can keep a secret that. if it were tucked up his ass. <laughs> Hi, hookers. It's Jordan Ampersand, fun and fierce critic at large for the dinner party show, otherwise known as the show Christopher's mom goes on when she needs to announce stuff because she's more famous than he is. Anyway, so I'm here today to wish Christopher and Erica happy birthday because apparently they're getting older, which doesn't make any sense because they already act like so old all the time. Like... How can they get older than they already are? They sit in one place, drink tea, and talk about stuff all the time. That's like what dinosaurs would do if dinosaurs were old people who liked tea. Anyway, I'm getting distracted because my best friend Fitzpatrick made me some of this new coffee he likes that has milk, sugar, and painkillers in it. So I better get this done quickly. Christopher and Eric, happy birthday, I guess. I mean, I don't think it's a good idea for you to get older than you already are because you're so old already. But science people just figured out that part of what makes you old is acting old. And part of acting old is using big words no one understands and always yelling at people about contractual obligations and not setting fire to stuff, especially stuff that's yours, expensive, or alive. So while I guess I'm glad you're both having another birthday, I don't really think it's a good idea for you to have another birthday next year because it'll just make you older. I don't think it's just painkillers in this coffee Fitzpatrick gave me. When, when a butterfly lands on your nose, it's not supposed to make a Kesha song play, is it? Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party.
You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Hi, y'all from Slidell. This is Willow Rose. And happy birthday to everybody that's having a birthday this week. So have fun and see you all later. Bye. Um, hi. Uh, happy birthday, Eric and Christopher. My name is Sumiko Salson, and um, my birthday is March 20th, so save me some cake. Bye. Yes, uh, this is Sharon. I always listen every Sunday. Just wanted to put a uh, late birthday greeting for Christopher. Hope uh, everybody goes out and purchases the Heaven's Rise. That would be the best birthday present you could receive. If they don't, just let me know. Make a list of everybody who does not purchase it. We'll get a hold of them. Thanks. This is Sally, and I'm calling to wish a very happy birthday to Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, the fabulous men of the Dinner Party Show. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear start of the Dinner Party Show. Gentlemen, happy birthday to you and many more. Hey, guys, it's Dottie. Happy, happy birthday. Love you. Hi, guys. This is Amy Reese from Georgia calling to say a very special happy birthday to Eric Shaw Quinn and Christopher Rice. I'm one of your party people, and I wrote you a little toast. I just want to say this. May the year ahead be filled with murderous and horrific visions. May you both continue to use sarcasm to explain all your decisions. May you hit number one on the New York Times bestsellers list or at least continue on the Internet to whine, entertain, and bitch. May you love strong and prosper forever. May you experience success in every endeavor. Cheers, guys. Happy birthday. I wish you all the best for the upcoming year. That was great. Very excellent. I loved it. I want to know what Sharon Haas is going to do to those people when she gets a hold of them. I I have started working on the get a hold of them list. Yes. Yes. We're going to have Sharon Haas get a hold of you for not buying my book, The Heavens Rise. Uh, those were lovely birthday wishes. Of course, Samiko Salson making it about herself, getting uh-huh. her own birthday uh-huh. in there. Such a Pisces. No, we love Samiko, one of our most loyal party people. we will save you some cake, darling. We will. We will try to ship it. Or I'll just, Eric, you'll, you and the monkey will just drive it up to, to the Bay Area. We'll use one of the flying monkeys. You and Bonfire. We'll one get... of Mike Martinez's flying monkeys. Yeah, we'll fly it up. Yeah, okay. Well, that was absolutely lovely. We want to thank everybody. The show's not over, but the we want to. The monkey touching the cake. Let, let the monkey just makes go. me freak out. Let the monkey go until I bring the monkey. The, Stop bringing it the up. The monkey is the only joke I prepared for tonight. It's the, I have to like run and, with it. And for every other birthday and gift-giving event in the history what could be of worse Christopher's life for getting a your monkey? birthday than a monkey. What could I be a more inappropriate can't gift? can't imagine. You know my parents had a monkey? I remember that horrible no. story. Well, the story you remember, but they had it years ago. Anyway, let me, before I move on to monkey business... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me thank. Let's thank everybody who called in. The messages were lovely and wonderful. The toast was wonderful, but all of them were wonderful. Right, Sally, was, very sexy. Uh, Sally's voice left me questioning some assumptions about my identity. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, put a, I'm not going as far as all that, but it was well, still very your, sexy. Your identity is very it's fixed. Pretty clear. Yeah, you're not one of those from space. Yeah, gay from space. That's Eric me. Shaw Quinn. Uh, but Sally's voice also put a big smile on our sound guy's face, Brandon. And he's very heterosexual, and he was smiling, but. Uh, 
You know, Sally's voice can do that to people. Now he he's just, blushing. He was just smiling, Daphne. He, he was just, just smiling, smiling, Daphne. Just smiling. That's all we're saying. Yeah, Daphne is... Uh, Nothing wrong with yeah. smiling. Okay, we're going to move on uh, before we have a workplace complaint to file. <laughs> I did close the door to our tech room earlier, and our one of our other employees walked into it, but I got him to admit fault on the scene, so I don't think we're going to have a workman's comp claim. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there, you know, just so we had a record. Part of, of the record. Where was I going before I got us? Uh, I think you were getting ready litigation. to say that we were very pleased with all the the, the call in messages, and we want to encourage people to pick up the phone three two three Pez TDPS and call yes. in with your question. Um, your very offensive and inappropriate question, or just your really good questions. We're happy to. Um, engage with everybody. We'll play them on the air, and the person who comes up with the question that's so odious that Christopher and I can't answer it, we will play it on the air. We won't answer it, but you will win. An assortment of autographed books from the Rice family and others. And others. Wonder who those might be. It depends on whose autograph I can fake. Right? Abraham Lincoln. Love you, babe. Have you heard about these Abraham Lincoln sex books on Amazon? What? Yeah, it's like monster porn, only now it involves dead historical figures. I believe one of them is called, and kids, cover your ears if you're listening, Abraham Lincoln Ninja Fucker. This is a real book on Amazon, Abraham Lincoln Ninja Fucker, and Abraham Lincoln goes to Japan and has sex with a bunch of Japanese dignitaries. Too. There's a whole series, and it's got an Abraham Lincoln. Why are you giving me this look? I'm reporting on I'm publishing sorry, I, trends. I've lost interest already. Yeah, it's really, there's no end to what's out there on the internet. That's great. I think that is terrific. You know, I was talking with somebody this week about everybody's, if you look at somebody else's personal life, mm -hmm. it seems creepy. Like, yeah. But what's really creepy is looking at somebody else's personal life. Yes. Like, there's really nothing wrong with anything people might choose to do unless somebody is being hurt or you're messing with the children. Yeah. Those things are right out. Right. But everything else is pretty much in, and nobody nobody else's business. And it's the looking at other people's personal lives that was creepy. I was talking about um, that uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie with Helen Mirren and uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Wonderful. Surprisingly interesting movie. But there's always that desire to turn... Alfred Hitchcock into some terrible person because he was sexually attracted to other people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, get over it. Right. Like, a, stop looking at it. And B, get over it. Whatever he was doing wasn't hurting anybody else and deal with it. Right. You know, like, stop. It, it's such a weird tendency that we have to, like, we're you know, such like the, a, we're the Anthony Weiner thing. I was like, yeah, you know, I, it's the so... lying, I think, is a problem. But what he was doing with his personal life, well, that's right. between he and his wife. I we don't care. We are so fucked up around sex. I mean, one of the good things about getting a sort of these advances in gay rights is that we'll finally have the real conversation in this country, which is why are we so freaked out and fucked up around sex in I general? Don't. Get you know, it. I just don't get it either. It's like, why is this so upsetting to so many people? Why why is other people's sexual expression, consensual sexual expression, relatively private, but maybe talked about or written about or cap on camera for people to either choose to watch or not watch? Why is that so threatening to so many people? I, I'm, I'm fascinated or by the topic. any of your business. Yeah, right. Why would you think, that? There, why would you presume to believe that your thoughts about what somebody else's personal life is would ever be relevant? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I just, I, I find it baffling, and, and I find it a little sort of puerile, you know? Yeah. It's a little juvenile. Like, yeah. really? Grow up. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, Alfred Hitchcock had sex, and maybe he did weird, kinky things 
uh, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. His call. So we have breaking news from Shea Butters. Apparently, Buffy Peterson's 16-year-old Sean turned uh, uh, son Sean. Excuse me. She has several Seans. <laughs> but the one 16 is 16-year-old one. One is four, and all the Seans are gathering to celebrate the 16th birthday of the Sean, who is now 16 years old. She Sean asked for 16, a shout-out, so there you go. Sean 16, congratulations. You look great! <laughs> you look great, says Lele. I, th- I think we have more uh, birthday greetings, but I don't, I don't know if they're your surprise. You yet. know what I think is really surprising? Yeah, I, I what's surprising? Is that we haven't talked about Malaysia Flight 370. Oh my god, I can't believe we haven't talked about it. Oh my god, I can't I I can't stop. Yeah, well, you know our I'm show a, is I'm almost over. I'm completely obsessed with it. <laughs> um, Maybe by next week there will be some particular news, but I continued. I'm sure everybody out there is as tuned in as we are. Yeah, it's completely it's completely weird. I am a I, plane geek and I am a plane crash geek. I know a lot about plane crashes and I've ne- there's nothing like this on the books on I the have records. Never. I'm obsessed and I like I'm not a plane geek. I don't really care and I I don't have that much information, but Every day is some new revelation. I I become more and more fascinated. Well, I think, as you said earlier, as you were seeing some aviation consultant on NBC, I believe it was, said, the problem now is this. If the plane traveled far north, it entered the radar areas of a lot of different countries that don't necessarily get along. And this has been a problem from the beginning that don't want to reveal what their surveillance capabilities right. are. So this information, everyone is, how could a plane just disappear? Well, it probably didn't disappear, but the information about where it is. If you admit is, that you know where archived, it is, you have to right. admit that you have the spy satellite that exactly. knows where it was in the first place and that you were watching it and maybe you're not. So we have to hypothetically ask, so China, if you had a spy satellite and you were to get a picture, where would you think that picture might be? Not that you have a spy satellite, but hypothetically. Right, absolutely. Anyway, yeah, it is really, oh And the one final thought, and then we're going to have to go to our special correspondents at Poison Creek because they have birthday greetings for us as well. The New York Times is now coming down on the position of that Malaysia did make a serious blunder by not revealing the radar information that they had showing the plane headed west, I believe it was, heading completely off the track because it allowed a massive search to continue in an area where the plane most likely wasn't for several days. But they weren't really certain that it was a plane. It could have been a flock of birds because there was none, yeah. because the transponder was turned off. There was no certainty that it was, in fact, a plane. They're sure now, but yeah. that's with the, you know, the value of hindsight, which right. is always an easier way to, to make decisions. That's true, and that's that's how the press does it. The press is all about hindsight. Okay, it's time to go uh, to our Poison is Creek this the big surprise? I don't get know. A big surprise? I'm reading the show notes, and I honestly don't know if this is a surprise or not. I well, think it was just a rumor. Maybe there really is no big surprise. I think it's going to be your monkey. Hi, I'm Jonelle Sams, host of Live from Poison Creek, here to wish a happy birthday to Christopher and Eric from all of us at Live from Poison Creek. Hi, Miss Beverly here. We just want to wish you all happy birthday and stop by Beverly's Good Sense for free Poison Creek spritzer and one of our custom scents. Like stagnant water? That is not a scent, Patsy. No, but it's all there is in this jerkwater town. Well, Lance, happy birthday, you two. Wishing you a whole nother year of not having to come to this hellhole. Patsy, what a thing to say. Mother! Happy birthday to Christopher and Eric from Shea Chabot. You look great. 
fashionable birthday wishes to Christopher and Eric, our two favorite tastemakers from all of us at Darnell's House of Fashion. All of you? Hmm. Are you counting the cleanup crew, Patsy, too? get out or I'll tell everybody what happened in the Sumac Middle School girls' locker room in eighth grade. I hate you, Darnell! Happy birthday to Christopher and Eric. You boys are proof that you can take the boys out of Louisiana. Is that it? You are never satisfied, woman. <sighs> Feliz cumpleaños! Happy birthday to Senor Christopher and Doña <laughs> This is Reverend Graham Crackers of MegabaptistChurch.com here to remind Christopher and Eric that to everything there is a season, that it might just be time to put away childish things. Spake his men, put down your grudges and take up your cross. Walk not in the counsel of the wicked, nor sit in the seats of the scoffers. But what am I talking about? I'm talking about having a happy birthday, the both of you, and then asking for forgiveness for having a good time. Hi, I'm Lyle Johnson. And I'm Kyle DeWitt. And we are two gay Christians with Two two Snaps snaps for Jesus. And now that my father, the Reverend Graham Crackers, has finished spreading his bigotry disguised as Christianity, we would just like to wish Christopher and Eric a very happy birthday. But we would also like to take this opportunity to remind them that sarcasm can often be the devil's method for suffocating the love of Christ in a blanket of hostility. Indeed, but sometimes what appears to be hostility is actually the power of the Holy Spirit. I see, and sometimes some of us can pervert biblical principles to defend nasty voicemails. And sometimes even good church-going Christians can use vague platitudes to gloss over the fact that they hired a drag queen working on three hours of sleep to run down to the paper mill chicken stack on Paper Mill Road and just buy a bunch of fast food because they were up too late chatting online with that Brazilian flight attendant to do the cooking they promised to do for their fellow parishioners. Which has exactly what to do with Christopher and Eric's birthday? You tell me, Chef Boyardee. Happy birthday, Christopher and Eric. May the light of Christ shine down upon you even as others try to steal it for themselves. And may your spiritual accomplishments outrank your culinary failures. I'm Lyle Johnson. And I'm Kyle DeWitt. And we're two gay Christians with Two two Snaps for Jesus. Amen. birthday to Christopher and Eric from all of us at Live from Poison Creek. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And we would be talking about the Malaysia Airlines flight disappearance if Eric didn't have to have a fucking birthday today. (laughs) Eric, they can't do reaction shots on the radio. They can't see your face right now. Your response to my reaction. Um, Yeah, I'll give you my mother's home number and you can cuss her out after the show tonight. Well, as somebody's saying on our party line, they, you know, happy birthday to your mothers and happy born day to you, implying that they did all the work. But I think it was probably so traumatizing that we can't remember it. And I think that's a lot of work for a young baby. Yeah, that's uh, as opposed to those old babies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby. 
Okay, I don't know. I don't know if it's time for your surprise or not. I mean, we don't have much show left, so if this is going to be, it's I, well, it was just a rumor. I thought I had heard that there was going to be some this? kind of surprise Wait, here at the show. What is this? I see something in here I don't recognize. Let's see. Oh, maybe this is it. You want to listen to it? Listen to it. Yeah, I think it's in the. I know somebody loaded this in the computer. You after. can't unwrap. What kind no. of surprise is it going to be if you can't unwrap it? I didn't have anything to do with the surprise, so I don't want to be accountable for whatever it is. I really don't. Okay? It is your birthday, too. Okay, let's just see what it is. Hey, Christopher and Eric, everybody at TDPS got together here at Center Court at Poison Creek Mall to put together a little something special for you on your birthdays. Ready, everyone? Mother of sweet God. Was that all of them singing at once? Uh, yes. That, Every, was, that was all of them? They all, Jordan Ampersand was in there. He flew to the, Poison Creek? The entire cast and crew apparently went to Poison oh. Creek and sang us happy birthday. That's their idea they of a surprise. sounded like the gremlins in a crystal meth lab. That uh, was the scariest thing I've listen, ever heard. Happy Kobe. birthday uh, to you. If you can't see this at home. And you can't because it's a radio show. We are bringing an actual birthday cake into the studio. I'll be narrating. And it's a princess cake. It's a my princess cake from Sweet Lady Jane. It's beautiful with our lovely spokesmodel, Brett. Absolutely. <laughs> and unfortunately the some of the candles appear to have blown out on the way here because somebody turned down the air conditioning. But with 55 <laughs> candles, it's like a prairie fire anyway. I think we went with five and five. That's what I'm seeing on the cake. I see. So, everyone at home, Eric's going to make a wish. He's breathing in. He's breathing in. He blew the candles out and he made a wish. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Princess cake. The studio is full of smoke because it is soundproofed and not (laughs) ventilated very well because it's not supposed to be. So now we're glad we turned the air conditioner back on. Terrible idea that Chris had several minutes before the show started. Uh, here at the dinner party show. Happy fucking birthday to my best friend and business partner. <coughs> and flying monkey, Eric Shaw. Got a frog in your throat? I got, a, I got a, I got a throat full of birthday candle smoke. I think maybe at the very least. Yeah. Well, thank you, and happy birthday to you, Christopher. Oh, Rice. mine's been over for days. Uh, you know, it's birthday month, babe. It's your birthday month too. I get to cash in on that too, do I? That's absolutely true. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. No, we're. It's all about the whole birthday month. So yeah, the celebration is just getting started here at the dinner party show, but it will roll on all month long. Absolutely. And we want you all to use that party line. We're having another special live episode next week, which we're calling the party line live the episode. dinner party it's line. Next week. <laughs> the dinner party line. That's right. It's had five names in the course of just Short-term today. Short-term memory is the first thing to go. It is. And, you know, we have some time left in the show to talk about that Malaysia Airlines flight. If well, you want, I don't see why we spend. wouldn't want to talk about the Malaysia. Well, these are the things that are interesting to me. Maybe the party people should vote. I, the, the, I'm obsessed with Malaysia Flight 370. Um, I am too. I am really impressed with Diane Feinstein taking the CIA to task. Like, I wish Mr. Snowden is, had actually confided in her. We might be much further along in all this if he hadn't decided to steal stuff, if he'd confided in Diane, because she 
took them down mm. on the floor of the Senate where she is not, you know, liable for any of this. Because mm-hmm. when you're a senator, that you get to do that kind of stuff. That's what Daniel Ellsberg kept trying to get senators to do, to bring the stuff, the Pentagon papers up on the floor. Anyway, that's a different story. Or, my God, the plebiscite in in Crimea today where— a part of the country voted like it's like Texas voting. Well, we're tired of being part of the United States. Like that's an option. Like, oh my God! And it that, would be as if only Texas voted, right? Like the whole country gets to vote. You don't just get to decide you're leaving. Remember the Civil War? It went very well, poorly. We actually had on a smaller scale. We had a movement for San Fernando Valley secession here in Los Angeles <laughs> County a few years ago, and all of Los Angeles County apparently did get to vote. And I think that's why it lost. Yes, because if only the Valley had voted, they probably would have voted to. Sure, because they don't want to pay taxes to support the entirety of Los Angeles. They just want the advantage of being part of the entirety of Los Angeles without paying for it, which is kind of what's wrong with Los Angeles and with the whole tax revolution that started here in California. So we have lots of choices of things to talk about. And but we we're, we're going to talk about the, the, the flight, I think, in the minute we have Oh, left. my God. It's just— if, a, uh, if you had to speculate what happened, what do you think happened in several sentences— what do you think happened to that plane? I swear to God, I think that plane is in Myanmar. That, I don't know why I think that, but that is what I have thought from the beginning. We'll see. We will see. But I think it in some way was about abduction. The part that is the most challenging for me is how do you silence 250 people with cell phones? Yes. Like, you know they all have them. And, like, not one text, not one phone call— How was that coordinated if the flight did indeed stay in the air for all that time? And, you know, the only thing I've thought of is that that going up to 45,000 feet was to depressurize and knock everybody out. But even that saying, it's really hard to say that that really happened using the My question is if going up to 45,000 feet and potentially depressurizing the cabin, even if it didn't knock everybody unconscious, if it ruined their phones, if it if it destructed something in, inside their phones, like the SIM, if it damaged their SIM cards no beyond idea, repair. But, but it's insane. I think they're alive. I hope they're alive. God, I God, hope that I would hope be my alive. favorite thing of the whole story. I don't think the plane crashed. I think that the, the There's plane... There's no sign of that. But I, I think that this is unprecedented. I think nobody has any real Never. Never seen happening. anything like this before. And I honestly like the pilots don't seem that cult. Latest to news me. that I saw is the pilots did not ask to work together. So they didn't know they were going to be working with each other. They didn't request each other. And if they had requested, that would have been kind of a red flag. Like, why did they need to be together on this flight? Right. But they didn't. Right. So if it's just one of them, then the first thing that happened was they killed the other pilot first thing. Yes. And then could because no other way could they do all of that. But they would have to have had quite a contingent of like a militia on the plane to silence the other 250 passengers for the it is just talk about it all. I could write a book, but it wouldn't be this interesting. I can't stop following the story. It's just fascinating. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, whatever the fan, whatever the people on the party page thought, the party people thought, uh, that's what we're going to talk about because I can't that's stop. That's what we're going to talk about. And, you know, we may have news about this. Uh, hopefully we'll have some definitive news about it before we do our show next Sunday. But next Sunday we will be playing 
your inappropriate questions for us on the party line. Or they can be appropriate questions. You don't have to, but that's the that's the contest. Yeah, but we like things that are inappropriate on the dinner party show, like the monkey that's waiting for you in the lobby. His name is Bonfire, and he likes starting fires. I am so glad I brought a pair of slippers to go after you with as soon as we go off oh, the air. No, no, not slippers. Uh-oh. Beat me with my slippers. Uh-oh. I'm a real monster. I'm a real butch monster. That's me. The fuck are you doing? I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm the birthday boy, Eric Shaw Quinn. Whose birthday is almost over, and you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thanks.